Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, everybody. It's all, it's all a head start. You know, it's all <laughs> a little bit here, a little bit there. But I'll tell you, we're, we're losing the temperature war here. It's going down a little bit here, a little bit here. Now it's now it's dark, and that's you know I have uh, my own personal rules, and my rules are generally if it's dark, if it's cold, or if it's rain or snowing, I'm not going out, and it's dark and it's cold tonight. So, folks, I got to hurry up and get home. I, I got to I got to I got to have rules. I got to live by. That's exactly what I told all the fire chiefs and emergency managers. Yeah, if it's cold and dark and there's a fire, don't call me. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm under the covers. I, I might not have said that. This this Monday after we dropped off the gifts, we had um, the Donners. The um, Donna Brown and Donna McKayser, yeah, oh, yeah. oh the my gold gosh. star wives. They got two state police cars. They filled the whole trailer up with gifts for the for New England Home for Vets at Court Street. Boy, that place is gorgeous. Mm. And they got two state police car escorts. I'm sure they said no. And the two girls showed up and they go, "How many cars do you want? Just, How many yeah. cruises do you want? Yeah, it's they, two they, enough." They have a way of, uh, oh y- you know, it's the poor girls from. They the, got horsepower. Yeah, the poor girls from the from the gold star wives. Nope. Nope, look out, because whatever they want, that's what they're going to get. Smiling freight trains, they run you right over. But I was at that Quincy fire, and I thought I had parked a little bit out of the wind, and it absolutely rocked the, the trailer up. I think it actually got the back wheels off the ground. What Quincy fire? Washington Street, three-story, oh. multifamily there. Yeah. Terrible um, time for it now with yeah, uh, good housing the way it is. Uh, that's the main problem. They say, what do I do for housing? We give them Red Cross, you know, it's safe, warm, and dry. We get them off the street that night is, is the team that I'm on, the disaster team. And and they say to us, what am I going to do after the hotel? And you feel like, you feel terrible. You say, I don't know. You got to, I tell them, go to sleep, get a good night's sleep, get something to eat. You know, we'll get you some clothes and tomorrow do nothing. Everyone says, do these 50 things. Get, do nothing but find a place to live. Make every phone call, everything. It's really a call problem. Call all your relatives, all your friends yeah. and relatives. See what you got. Yeah, it's really sad. See it's what a you got. It's well, a I think a good a, a good uh, factor is happening with the, uh, with the state, with uh, all of the housing problems that we're housing so many people in the hotels. I think that they're... they're they announced that they're going to be closing ten hotels and moving the people into more permanent housing. That's good. That's oh, that's huge. I heard that on the news huge. today too, and I I hope so. I you know, I mean, can you imagine the poor the poor people going through it, getting bounced here and there, and 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 nothing to hold on to to God for God's sakes. It's awful. The the, the good news that and they did it as a secret thing. We were involved in it. We got. I'm trying to think of the number. Me giving you numbers. The migrants. I think it was six thousand who were here legally got work papers. They did a special thing with the state, so those people that are moving out can go to work. Yeah, yeah. That was thrilling to be part of that. It was a whole secret thing. Well, and we'll we'll see what the what what the what the work papers bring. I've I've been saying for a long time 
just give them a chance to work. We got jobs. Yeah, there's jobs. We got there's jobs. You, you know, That's right. uh, uh, years ago, uh, when I was in the, starting in the fence business, this is after I broke my neck in 1981, we had a bunch of Polish people working for us. And the owner of my company was Polish. And he would sponsor the, the, the guys to come over and they'd work for six months. They'd work 12 hours a day. They'd live 8 to 10 to 15 people in, yeah. in, 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 yeah, one, in, in one house. And she had a bath. They, and they were good. I mean, nobody was, was shooting at them. They had no bombs coming at them and stuff. But it was engineers. It was school teachers. It was some really, really smart people. This was back in the 1980s. I don't know what the situation in Poland was. I, I barely could control North Weymouth in the 1980s. Yeah. And I didn't do very well it, at that. It, and it was, it was really different. It was a family unit, the extended family unit. So the young and the old took care of each other while the other crew, you know, raised the families and went to right. work. So you weren't hiring someone to take care of the the seniors and, and the kids. And then somebody cooked, somebody no. worked, somebody did. I, I didn't have a, a father, unit. so my mother went off to work and my grandmother watched me during yeah, the day. Yeah, that's the way it was. It absolutely was. The way, the way well, the it was. The next door no, neighbor. No daycare. No. Uh, no. Um, I, I didn't have daycare or kindergarten or I went right into high school, I think. Uh, I skipped about <laughs> nine years or I forgot it. You were it. smart. I, I forgot it. I don't, I don't know what happened. Oh, you were probably working already. I might have been. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, everybody worked. Right, yeah, yeah a, everybody worked. If you didn't work, you bum. Oh, my house. Oh, no, no, oh, everybody's house. Kids no, and everything. Oh. So here's, a, here's a, and remember, and everybody remembers, what was the first thing when your, kids, your dad or your mother said to you to go to work? Nobody asked you if you wanted to go to work. So my father said every morning, we'll leave it in a half hour. I had a friend of mine who's fine construction. He goes, get in the truck. You know, what was the first thing they said to you to go to work? Because it was the same thing every morning. Well, leave it in a half hour. Do we want to negotiate that, Dad? No. <laughs> I don't think that's what I said. There's no room. <laughs> no. There's no room for negotiation. What was that, a 13 or 14? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kim didn't have to. Ricky didn't have no, to. No, no. I was right with Dad. <laughs> no, How's no. this working, Dad? He goes, good. Yeah, that, yeah okay. fine. Just keep it up. Okay. <laughs> Truck's leaving in 10 minutes. Yeah. Just be ready. Be on it. Leave it in a half hour. Okay. Yes, I was lucky to be at number 10 of 11. They just let me do whatever I wanted. And they were tired. Oh, so you were, oh, you were a little spoiled. A little, little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, last one's oh the princess. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I, have, yeah. I have another little something to pass out here. Uh, uh, I gave something to little something for Wolfie and little something. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is for Jeannie. I'm sorry, for Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That means I get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Beautiful. for me? That yes. was good. That was good. Yes. That's from right, Paul. That's, that's from Santa Sullivan. Santa Sullivan? Yeah, yes. Mr. Paul Sullivan. Paul Sullivan. I know who you mean. Yes. He's so good to all his, his so people. Good. He's, he's so good to all of us. He's he's really I a good like guy. I like Mr. Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> he's our favorite Sullivan, isn't yeah. he? He's like my favorite he's Sullivan. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Mr. Sullivan. He's the only way we're going to like him more is if he gets his face on those uh, mm -hmm. on, 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 on that. But... Uh, uh, very interesting. I'm not sure of the particulars, but uh, apparently they, the family sold the company to their employees. Yeah, yes. I heard that. Yeah. I, I don't know of all the tax <laughs> ramifications, but it, it, as, as I'm looking at it, it might solve two problems. Number one, new people will be attracted because they figure they can own a piece of the rock, yeah. and the people that are already there... 
They're going to stay because they're already getting... They're invested now. Now they're vested. Now they got yeah. the stock coming in. And, uh, you know, and I think it's good for I think it's good for, for, for both entities. Uh, he'll come on sometime. Uh, uh, I, I've deemed and uh, I've, I've, I've tried to get official uh, notification that this April will be Veteran Voice 10-year anniversary month. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have just a series of 10-year anniversary guests as we look back to see who we've had. We're going to have some ladies' night. We're going to have Mr. Ring, the director of the VA. We're going to have uh, uh, John Santiago, the new uh, uh, director of the... Uh, it's not the Department of Veteran Services anymore. It's the... E-O-H-S. What, what, what the hell does that mean, Wolfie? I just figure it's the head of the VSOs. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically, how I do that's that. basically what they do. And now, they can, they, now uh, Mr. Santiago, they can sit down beside the governor and talk directly to the governor instead of having to go through Health and Human Services. I think that's where the Veterans Affairs came from before, so anything would get bogged down. But now... Uh, World's changed a little bit, and we're going to have uh, uh, Mr. Santiago will be back on uh, in the month of April to to help us celebrate. Uh, uh, Dave Henker, my very first guest, will be on, uh, uh, and that was a, a night that I, uh, like the Titanic, I thought I was going down. <laughs> Dave called me the day before. He was my, my key guest on the show. Called me the day before. He said he couldn't make it. I said, what's the matter, Dave? He said, oh, my car broke down. I said, well, don't you worry, Dave. I'll be there to pick you up. I went to Boston at uh, 3.30. He got in the car. We had a nice drive in the traffic down I'm here. Sure you did. You, you know, uh, we uh, and the, the show went on, and we did it, and and then we laughed as I brought him home. But look, looking <clears throat> back, it was a terrific way for me to get to know Dave away from all all of this yeah you, you know and he, he's a and nice he, guy he really is a, a, a really really nice guy he's a dog guy he, he and he just lost his daisy his uh, golden oh, retriever not too long ago uh he brought daisy everywhere oh him and his wife they mm. they just lo- lo- love that dog but uh he's gonna get another one he, he he's uh he'll get another one and uh so he's going to be in for a night. We got a woman veterans uh, uh, night that night. So uh, I'm going to throw it out to my co-hosts here of someone that they think might be extraordinary that we've had on in the last ten years. Uh, somebody maybe we should uh, uh, ask to come on again. Uh, I've already asked my mentor uh, Cheryl Poppy to to come in either on Lady Veterans Night or. She she said that that she'd like to come in on our uh, veteran business owner showcase night. Oh. That's her new job. Oh, that's right. That's she's as doing... she she's with the I I think the might be minority vet, veteran business owners, but what she's doing with the with the state is she's making sure that these people are filling out the qualification papers because a lot of the state contracts have 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 allowances for veteran business owners for veteran com- veteran owned companies 
and oftentimes those jobs get filled by non-veteran-owned companies because there's not enough accountants just to pick a category that are that are eligible under the parameters of what the state will do, and Cheryl's crew will actually fill out your paperwork for you, help you fill it out, wow. which is. I mean that's the the big reason. I I don't want to do I hate that. Paperwork. Oh, and I bet there's fifteen or twenty pages. Uh, you you know the way that goes. Wolfie shaking his head. Uh, uh, he, we, he we've knows. had to do it just for the PACT Act, which is absolutely terrific. They're not all wrong. There's so much paperwork and so much follow up yeah. that some of the guys are just dropping out. Yeah. So don't mm-hmm. do that, all you knuckleheads. Get your grandkid or get a friend or get a VSO, one of the aides at the VSO. We had to do that for a couple of people. We, I know because we had to do that for a few people. So call your VSO or call call Greg and stuff. We'll get somebody. No, Greg and I are going to be doing it. We can uh, hold your hand. And, um, but, we, you know, got Wolf some people and I don't do anything, but we know the people that do. Yeah. And, 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 you and it give, worked. We got them back in the system. And, and you give us a call. You, you know, you give us a couple hours. We we can we can move a mountain if we really need to do that. And uh, Wolfie, you you just delivered a mountain full of toys to the VA. Yes, yes. we've deli- we've given away ten mountains full of food on the second Thursday of every month for the last thirty six months. Twelve thousand pounds last month. We're slowing down. We used to do six thousand pounds in forty five minutes. We screwed up. This took an At hour. At the drive through. On the drive through. Twelve thousand. Really? Yeah, I had mm. 160 cases, plus, you know, all the pant- all the perishables, yeah, and plus the drinks. Wow! So, so it was, geez, wow. it was. You know what? It was, it was yeah, it was over 12,000 pounds. Wow! Wow! How, and, wow! And so, you, how was the uh, the steady stream of cars did, for did, like? Did two you hours? have enough for the whole uh, stream, or did yes. you run out? Yes. No, no, you had enough. No, a little and, left over, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and I'd like to have a half a dozen cases ducked in the trailer for sure. an emergency. So this is the first time we've had that, and of course we're down to two cases now. So we got to duck a few because there's always a little problem. Sure, coming especially coming up with yeah, uh, I did three with cases Monday today is the big stuff. holiday. Sure, yeah. yeah. So we always have a few cases ducked for an emergency. So and then that next one is is um, I'm just trying to look at the date. Um, tomorrow is the Wednesday. Is the um, is Weymouth. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow's tomorrow's Wednesday. The Wednesday coffee is Friday. We've the changed. Wednesday's coffee is Friday. <laughs> yeah. The Weymouth the, coffee is you. Friday. Thank you it's very tomorrow. much. It's tomorrow. It's <laughs> tomorrow at the Bean Post. And those knuckle draggers are so much and fun. And that's in great. South Weymouth, uh, near Alvin Hollis. Yeah, Hall- near near uh, um, Street. Ma Riley's. Yeah, Ma, Ma, right Ma Riley's Bakery. Ma Riley's. We all go back there if they don't feed us enough. Yeah, she's the best. Linda's the best. And um, George Ponce is the VSO there, and he always has some really interesting, good stuff. So he actually smartens us up a little bit. Yeah, George uh, has a lot to bring to the table, but uh, so do our advertisers. Larry, why don't you take it away for the first uh, break here, and uh, we'll be back as we do a little look back into uh, uh, some of the callers and some of the guests we've on this last year, but uh, I've got a nice calendar all set up of the future guests for next year, so we'll be talking about uh, some things for next year as well. So take it away, Larry, and we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, this welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Here is where taking a little look back, a little look forward, uh, saying uh, 
good night and wishing our best to Dan McCready. He just uh, is putting on his cap and he's uh, getting into his sleigh and uh, going home, building. going home for the weekend. <laughs> he, uh, he sends the best pictures down. But what we just talked about the date, so that I started to say Wednesday again. The Weymouth Coffee is tomorrow at nine o'clock at the Bean Post. And then the Hull Coffee is the next Friday is the 5th. No, two Fridays from that's the 5th. And that's, um, you know, we're going to have the Vetti. And, and there's some education people coming down. And there's that cannabis guy, Cannabis for Dummies, a doctor, how you use it and how you do that. I remember his name, Kaplan. Dr. Cat, I don't know what. Just come down and listen to him. You get smarter. He's going to teach you how to smoke dope? Yeah, a lot of my guys don't know how to do they that. They don't know how to do that? From the Vietnam days. Do yeah, you, no, do you, all you they old, smoke so much they forgot. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> the, the first guys came home, their duffel Gino, bags. you're laughing over there. They're, 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 you guys will remember this. The duffel bags in their um, radio, not radio, what do you call it? The speakers were all full of smoking dope. So we were all big shots. We thought we could take two tokes and we were good. We had never done the Southeast Asia stuff. Yeah, boom. yeah. Oh, Everybody, God. Boom. So they could take yeah. a filtered cigarette. Roll it, blow the tobacco out, sure. and suck the, the weed yeah. into it. The guys that came back that were in the jungle for a long yeah. time. My oh. my friend has a uh, little machine. Oh yeah, and you and they have the tubes. Yeah, they have the my tubes already the tubes. Uh, already done. Like they come out of the friggin' Lorillard company, right? It looks like a Philip Morris. Perfect. It's per- my buddy does that. Perfect. What he does, they come with a filter. What he does is he cuts them so there's just a little yeah. tiny wafer of filter left after he rolls them. It's a beautiful thing. For those of you that that uh, from what I understand, that, yeah, that from, was allegedly. What we, do we have what to say? Read. Do we have to say allegedly that's what happened? Yeah, we do. So yeah. for those of that didn't partake in that, the food drive-through is on the twelfth. That's the second Thursday of the month. And um, you still got to come early because. What are you talking about? The Veteran Voice food drive-through on January. In January? Yeah. I think it's the 11th, Wolfie. That's what he said. He oh, said the 12th. I wrote down the tw- the Which day is it? The 11th. Said, 11th. Second Thursday Honey, of the month. You need and a why break. would I? <laughs> you know what? They just take pills for it's dyslexia. Close. And you are you going to be the cured. one that they use in the show them how to roll? Is that what your job's going to be? Yeah. No, no, I was a terrible. It always hurt my life. And he was close. He was only a day off. Right. Yeah. right. So right. if we right. if we tell everybody to come Friday, there'll be no line. No lines. No way. There'll be no food, but there'll yeah. be no line. Yeah. And wonderful. Will, will you please tell when the Quincy Festival is, so I don't screw that up? The Quincy Festival, our 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 creme de la creme of of uh, not the light ship. What do you call that? The something of, ship. Of uh, flagship. The, the flagship. flagship. In our flagship case, it's the light ship. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday, July twenty seventh, folks. We already sent Saturday. out the. <laughs> Uh, what did I say Sunday? Sunday. I got Wolfie Ida. Let's be clear. Oh we don't, nobody here knows anything. We don't know what's... Don't believe a word we yeah. say. I got Wolfie Ida. Wait a minute. You guys are all fired. I'll just, take over. Please, just yes. as sure... Give the story of wreaths, wreaths across oh America from last just, week. Just Jen, as sure oh as it's God. morning. Give us... Uh, Jen, bring us back down to earth. Tell us about wreaths across America. What was it like? It was absolutely beautiful. How was I uh, what, And what was the scenario? This is at Bourne, right? This is yeah. at Bourne. I went down um, with my sister, who had just buried her husband back in August. Um, he was a Vietnam vet. So I went down with my sister and um, her in-laws and one of her son, actually. And we all, we had no idea what we were doing, what we were getting ourselves into. There was no direction at that front gate. No. We'll... I After have some. Said, oh, I have some tips for them for next year. Yeah. Um. And so we went to his section where we knew he was buried. Yeah. 
And everywhere as you drive down, there's piles of wreaths about three feet high and about eight feet long. They just drop In boxes or or out of boxes? Out of boxes. They had already taken them out, and they were stacked on the corners. Because the recycling of those boxes is a big deal. They They did talk about that. Four million wreaths, for God's sakes. Yeah. Um, But it was really neat. Like, we saw some other people that were doing things, and... They would put them on stick. We actually walked and carried wreaths on both our, our arms. I have a couple of pictures I'll show you. Yeah. But the professionals that had been there years before had hockey sticks. Oh. And would put a bunch and two people would carry the hockey sticks. Oh. So we have good plans for next year. Oh, boy. That was something they should have mentioned on the radio because that would have been a huge oh, help to us. Bring your hockey teams down. Yeah. But oh, it, it yeah. was really special. I mean, my sister... Um, a woman, while we were waiting for the wreath, a woman came over and gave my sister a wreath so she could put it on her husband's grave. But then my sister also saw a young lady sitting Indian style at another grave. So my sister went over to her and gave her a big hug because she knew that it was a recent loss where yeah. they all were. But then, of course, my sister walks away, bawling her eyes out. I go, oh, oh, here we go. Yeah. No one's trained better than you are. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I'll show you the pictures. It, it really went, once we were done with our, we did two big sections. I hope it snows soon is what I'm going to say because I want to go back and take now, more now pictures. There's no, it was beautiful. The, the, the markers are all flat down at Bourne, so yes. there's no crosses for the so, wreaths to stand on. Right. So what they did, and this is another suggestion for the people that run it, um, because we didn't know whether to put the wreaths at the bottom of the graves, at the top of, or I should say markers, at the top or on them. The only thing they mentioned is about the, the um, Star of David. Remember, they told us not to put... Um, wreaths on those so and I was telling people that too because it was, we were with a bunch of new people but we didn't know whether put them on in the bottom wow. or the top wow so just yeah. a little just a small little, little just whatever little things and because you no. want it uniform there's oh, one picture of them because you know they uh, just show the rows of that with the green and the red and just row after beautiful. row yeah, yeah it's really yeah because nice. down in Arlington when they they have the white crosses I think they do they do they lean the wreath up against the cross, or do they actually place it over it like a hoop, like a oh, you, you know what you know what I mean? I think yeah, they lean I it from the know. front, from the you know the the, the they pe- must lean it because of the uh, the picture they have with the snow. Yeah, and and the uh, oh, it's leaning at the front. I think so. Yeah, the yeah, only I think thing that but, we did do right, yeah, is we had all the ribbons at twelve o'clock. Nice. Yes. Yes. So that we knew. Yeah. But other than that, we learned. <laughs> well, and I know that uh, I went by Wollaston uh, Cemetery this morning, and uh, Christine Cugini came through again. Uh, is the Quincy VSO? She has a one hundred percent of all the veteran grave sites in Quincy are covered with a with a with a wreath right now. Oh, She's the beautiful. leading wreaths across America uh, uh, person. In percentage of uh, 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 veterans, and and a hundred percent she gets. Well, next I year we have six thousand. I think they have six thousand. It's a Crazy bunch of like yeah. It, it yeah. Re- they have an inordinate a number of generals. I mean, they got the five oh, generals yeah. bridge for God's sakes, yeah. and that didn't count the fifteen that came before those. Um, what we did with the Jewish the Jewish ones is we got the same metal markers that they put the flags in, 
and they had one with Jewish stars, so we got that. And then Mike MacGyver is a good friend. You know Mike. You, yeah. He comes to all the events. He has that printer thing. He can print it with plastic. So he printed um, nice blue um, 3D Jewish stars. So we put one of those each on the grave. So everybody got recognized. Um, you know, nobody got left out. So nice. it was nice. That v- way very everybody. nice. Very nice. And, and what they say is that you don't honor the deaths as you honor their lives. Yeah. So it's yeah. really nice. And celebrate their lives. And you say and you say and their name and thank them for doing it. And that's, and that's exactly the right word, what celebrate. we were doing as we were placing the, yeah. the wreaths down. We were saying their names. And yeah. I didn't even know to do that. I was just doing it. But it just it uh, definitely. Great job. Great job, yeah. Jen. Yeah, thank you for doing it. Would, would you encourage yeah. other people to join along next year, Absolutely. whether or not they've lost someone there? Yeah. Absolutely. For the experience. I mean, it was, it was just a. I hate to say a fun day. I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. Um, they're just, it was tough being the first time because we didn't know where to go and what to do. But next year I'll know better. That's interesting, <laughs> though, Jen, for you to come up with, uh, yeah. you know, your questions about what goes on. And if we can help, if you can help, you know, make things a little smoother next year. Yeah. I mean, we only sold 19,000 wreaths down at Bourne. We're push more. Yeah. There were 60,000 grave sites without a wreath. 60,000, 60, yeah. folks. So and, and, and our website that, is up already for next year. Oh, good, yeah. Let's go you, on you, that. You know, and, yep. and, and Jen, if you remind me every week. Buy a wreath. Buy a wreath. Think, have you thought about buying a wreath this week? Gee, it's a, a nice day to buy a wreath. You know, seventeen gotta, still seventeen in the coming year dollars. Ah, uh, yeah, seventeen dollars next year will be the will, will be the price, and uh, you know, all hands on deck, folks. It, it's not just it, it, it's the theme is, and they do it nicely. Is it's remember, honor, teach. So you're teaching the kids who don't know about that stuff, don't know what the sacrifices were, and you know how tough it was to what's that freedom is not free type of stuff. Well, and, so and, they're teaching that, they're honoring that, they're respecting it. Brett, so it's Brett Miller called me, and I missed his call. He was going down with nineteen Boy Scouts. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, what, yeah, what, there what, were what? a lot of groups. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I did want to find Dennis at the front, um, but they basically flagged you in. So did they? Yeah. We didn't know where to go, so we just went to where my brother-in-law yeah. was buried. Um, and we we actually was told that. A flyover was going to happen, but I didn't remember them mentioning it. And I, w- yeah. a woman was saying that to me, and I said, "I I don't know because I don't remember them mentioning it." Yeah. But we did hear the twenty-one gun salute, and there was a little girl asking me, "What's that noise?" Nice. So I nice. explained about the seven branches, and it w- it was nice. It was a great learning experience, Wolfie, because there was yeah. another family there where they were telling the little kids. Well, we're volunteering. This is what volunteering is about. Yeah, most of the people are volunteers. They don't have family. Most of it's volunteers. That were not directly related to. Yeah, yeah. Well, folks, we uh, have volunteers uh, for our advertisers. So uh, why don't we let Larry take us away uh, into the world of uh, advertisers, and uh, uh, we'll get uh, uh, ready and wait patiently for Santa arriving. only in a few days, if I can remember what today was, I'd let you know how many days uh, are, are coming. But pretty, pretty soon. <laughs> he's, he's coming pretty soon, so uh, uh, you better be good. So, Larry, why don't we be good? And, for goodness uh, sakes. And, yeah, for goodness sakes, and get our advertisers in. It's too late for our friends. Forget about it. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we've got uh, hockey sticks are going to be the, uh, the <laughs> theme of, of uh, next, next year. year. Wolfie, don't hit anybody with them. <laughs> That's not, it's the not, wrong kind of sticks. That'd be five minutes in the penalty box <laughs> and 30 <laughs> stitches. Of oh, that before you got through the main gate. Oh, no, we're going to put a stick in Wolfie's hands. No, <laughs> no. Forget we said that, folks. Uh, it's only a movie, but we got a, a phone caller in. I bet it might be Peter McPhail, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, Peter, my my dearest friend, how are you, sir? I'm good, Greg. How are you doing tonight? Oh, we're we're, we're doing great, Peter. Just uh, you know, getting ready for for the celebration of Christmas and New Year's, and uh, then back uh, to our ten year celebration next year, Peter. Uh, uh, April is going to be uh, Veterans Voice Month, so uh, I've I've written to the king. I haven't heard back yet, so we'll see what happens. There you go. That sounds good. Well, my um, same thing for Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everybody on the show, to uh, Wolfie, Gino, Ken, Justin when he's there, yourself. And uh, we appreciate everything you do for vets with that show. Peter, you're like an encyclopedia for me, though. You, you know, I, the best any, anything I come up with, I call Peter. Oh, yeah, we did that back... Uh, <laughs> You, you know, back in the wagon train days, uh, you know, we go back a little a little ways. But, uh, Peter, your knowledge and what you'll bring to the veterans' table is outstanding. And uh, your years of service and dedication are certainly admired. Uh, uh, and as a, uh, a Vietnam War veteran and a uh, Purple Heart recipient, uh, uh, the veterans are, are lucky to have you as their uh, uh, friend and confidant and... Uh, you you've paid back a, a, a lot, Peter. You've uh, done a great job, my friend. He he got us started off with the veteran gifts um, to the Brockton VA Hospital. Pete, sure. we ended up with hooded sweatshirts, heavy flannel shirts, bathrobes, throws, socks, hats, mitten, gloves. Not the little cutesy bag that has a toothbrush and a thing. Um, Sister Kim went wild with all that stuff. That was a hundred and eighty. Um, boxes with two bags each, not counting the bulk things wow. that we just talked about. Yeah. It was the best thing we, ever. They were so happy there. We filled up the whole room. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't go into them. Every every one of those bags, we had 30 separate women's ones. We used that stuff for, to make special stuff for the women. And um, everyone got a thank you note from the Hull kids. The, the young kids drew pretty pictures. And the older kids wrote absolutely genius thank you notes. So Peter, thank I, you, Peter. I, I, thank you. I have a general question for you. I'm going to surprise you with, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead, Greg. Okay. Yeah, uh, listen to Wolfie. And th- thank you, Wolfie. Yeah, that was the Wolfie's Gettysburg address. See, I'm trying to get in with Santa, we'll, so we'll, I was we'll, nice we'll, once. We'll break for these messages and get back to our real life here. <laughs> uh, but, Peter, we've, had, we've been contacted by a group from Florida, and they're involved in mesothelioma. Is that a, uh, how big a problem do you think that is within the military world? I cannot speak to that for current day situation, but I can tell you back in the day, in, uh, when I was in Vietnam, there was asbestos in some of the stuff. Sure. So, so it's a type of condition that, from the standpoint of military service, you could have been exposed, absolutely, just like you could in uh, private life. Actually, my father worked at the shipyard during the war. He worked for years down the shipyard, yeah. oh, and he died of that back oh, of in course. 1974 yeah. before all of the hullabaloo about 
how it could have been caused. Yeah. And um, so I, I can't answer that question to the any facts that I know about, but I can tell you the exposure can occur probably anywhere in anything you do in the military. Well, and I think, I, I think I'm going to invite them on uh, to hear what they have to say because if there's only a, a few that are affected... If we can help a few, that's that that that's okay. You know, a few at a time is good. Uh, uh, if we can help some uh, folks out, but uh, uh, Petey, we're all set for for Christmas, my friend. Yes, I am, and you know what's funny? Listening to you when I first was driving home from my DAV meeting in Rockland, I listened to the end of the show when you were talking about the uh, the cold and and the um, dark and yeah. the snow. <laughs> yeah. it, it brought back a quick memory. When I worked for the VA in vocational rehabilitation, you have what they call voc rehab specialists. So they used to go out into the field to the colleges and apprenticeship programs to see the veterans when they were there. Yeah. So a good buddy of mine, he could be listening to the show Back in 1978, in the blizzard, if you didn't have a government car, the government would let you use what they call POV, privately owned vehicle, and they pay you so much per mile. Okay. So he had his own car, and the blizzard of 78, he gets caught on that big turn on 128 coming out of Westwood and Norwood yeah. towards Stoughton yeah. and ended up, his car was stuck there. So he was stuck in a uh, sub shop in Canton for three days. Okay. Now, this is a guy who was a Vietnam vet, and he had PTSD from that storm. Oh, I'm getting PTSD from you talking about it, Peter. <laughs> yeah, so when we, we used to work in the office, Greg, oh. um, he told the boss, he says, when it starts to snow, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory, Peter. It can't exactly. get me so if I'm I, sitting I, in my living room. That kind of brought back the memory when you said that because of the time of year we're in. But uh, no, no, I'm 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 happy to stay in and watch the pretty snowfall and uh, you know let some other hardy uh, folks uh, get out there. I've done my part, and uh, you know, Peter, once you turn uh, uh, seventy, it's. Uh, it's a different kind of world. You got to be careful out there. Yeah, yeah, you got to watch yourself. That's for sure. And the uh, we deeply the veterans community deeply appreciates everything that the show is doing for vets, and it's great that you're having these VA guests on. So uh, you know, you had Carolyn Mason Wally on a little while ago, and that's great. She actually, Carolyn actually reconnected us with the women's program, the DAB Chapter Fifty in Rockland, yeah. with the women's program over in the VA hospital building too. And we've been working, supplying them things that the VA cannot get for the, the women of veterans who are their patients there. And um, so, when you have the VA guest on, it's fantastic. I mean. I, I listened because I worked for the VA, but every veteran listening to the show was going to get a lot out of that. Well, well, that's it. You know, that's why we have, uh, uh, you know, the guests on that we do. We try to target those folks that are going to bring uh, as much to the veterans' table. Uh, and and I think Peter, much of it, uh, they're not really sure of what the programs are all about, or uh, where and how to uh, apply for them. So. Uh, Thank goodness we have uh, VSOs here in Massachusetts, and uh, me and Wolfie don't have to do that much. We just say, uh, what town do you live in? 
If they exactly, can answer that yeah. question, we're in good shape. Yeah, we just did that. We just sent a friend of us from here in this area has a brother that's struggling. So I said, tell me what town she's struggling in. And we just sent it to the Dighton crew. I didn't know him, but we just sent it to him. And I said, please get him in the system. That's it. That's all we got to do. That's all we have to do. Peter, I have an easy question that Greg always asks for questions. We have <laughs> a whole crew that dropped off the gifts, and everybody is you know, upset that we couldn't go in to hand them out personally in Brockton. Uh, the whole crew wants to do something around Christmas time, a day during or something. Is there any place that they'll let us in that we can bring the the uh, goon squad and the SAF Red Cross wants to come in and help out? Give, can we get in anywhere, Pete? This Inside is Christmas the time. VA, some of the units, it's because of the potential for COVID. And we, we were just talking tonight at our meeting about the um, Building 8. I think they had uh, the Allied Rockland Allied Veterans Council that drops off stuff over the VA hospital. They couldn't go into Building 8 because they didn't want to uh, get connected with anybody having COVID, the patients or the folks going in. But the uh, So I think there's always that concern, Wolfie. I don't know about getting into other veterans' programs. There are veterans' programs uh, that potentially you might be able to get involved with. And, and for instance, Father Bill's at Mainspring in Quincy, part of Quincy, um, has veterans folks who work there. They have veterans who are housed or in the shelter, and this possibility you could get connected with something like that. Less less pushback of of getting in, yeah. Wolfie, you know? Yeah, because uh, yeah, we drop food off and stuff in all those Father Bill houses all the time. They let us in there. Yeah, I'll call them up. Yeah, Thank it'd you, be nice. Yeah, call it, them up. If you want, um, Wolfie, what I'll do is I have your cell phone. After I hang up, I will send you the number of Ben Hunter. Ben is the veterans guy there. Yeah. And I'll actually send you the... Um, telephone number of Taylor DeSanti. She's like the program manager for the brand new building in Quincy. Oh, wow, that's really nice. Yeah, okay, so I'll get that. you yes. those two numbers out, and um, you know, you can do every everything that you do is fantastic, so uh, any veteran who is a recipient of some of the love that is shown by the all of the organizations and all of us who try to help them, they appreciate it, they really do. Thank you, Peter. That's it. You always do have the source because you know us. I ducked a few bags of clothes. Kim has like six extra bags for emergencies, and we have a couple of bins that we duck for kids' presents so the vets can give their family presents when they show up. So I got a little bit hidden in the trailer, so we want to be able to go out and give those out. That's so good. So you, I Peter. will send you both those numbers um, when I get off the phone. Thank you. I, I can see how it would be pr- uh, problematic there, Peter, but. Uh, Peter, thank you so much for taking the time to call in. I know you've got a lot going on with the holiday season, so uh, uh, we're, we're, we're wishing you from all the team here a, a safe and happy and wonderful holiday season, and uh, we look forward to working more with you next year, and we'll see what other treasure boxes we can uncover. That sounds great, and thank you, Greg, and the same to all of you folks. Have a happy holidays and a happy new year, and we'll be talking in uh, 2024. Sounds great. All right, okay. my friend. Thank you, for every, thank you for everything you do, Peter. Oh, Keep, thank you. Bye we, now. Thank you very much. Bye. He's the best. Yeah, that Merry was that, yeah, that was good. Peter McPhail. Uh, 30 years, I think, he worked with the VA. So wow. there's not much that he doesn't know. And, and he's such a great sounding block. Before I, you know, stick my foot in my mouth, I call him and and bounce things off of him. And once he gets off the floor from laughing at me, he says, "Greg, what are you?" 
Are you kidding me? Well, you and Wolfie come up with that idea? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, we're a little bit late for our last break as we come into Christmas. So, uh, Larry, why don't you take it away, kid, and we'll be back after these messages. Oh, nice. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here as we uh, sneak up on Santa Claus. Uh, Gino, you got a big weekend uh, planned? Wonderful time. Thank you, Greg. I have all family stuff. I got my in-laws on Saturday at their place. I got my kids are home for the weekend. We're going to be, be home all weekend cooking and just being thankful. I have a wonderful, wonderful uh, holiday. Thank very, you. Very nice. Wolf for yourself? Um, yeah, Susan's going to have um, just her family and her friend's family because Dad just passed away. Yeah. So she said that she couldn't handle at it. Her everybody, house, at, yeah. at the family at house? At the family house. So we just had to clean some stuff out. And yeah. She's going to recreate the family dinner that they had with the Clintons. It was just the Clintons and the Bryants. And they're going to recreate that dinner. So the President Clinton? <laughs> no? Katie Clinton. Oh, you Not know, President you, you know, Steppy, that uh, he, Steppy survived the brain cancer. That's that's Susan's. You met him. That's Susan's oh, um, godson. Oh, yeah. So that's her best friend. So they're just recreating, you know, the 1962 Christmas dinner when everything was a little different. A li- <laughs> uh, boy, a little bit different, and everybody was. Uh, John Kennedy was president, yeah. and uh, when things were good, we, we, are, we, we, are we were, dreaming that it was easier time? Listen, uh, everything was still screwed up, but it was so, somehow you could take I care of the screw born. ups. I'm Different kind saying. of screwed up. Yeah, yeah that's right. Susan I wasn't was, so, even thought of yet. Yeah, that was probably <laughs> the seventies. So Greg and I was the fifties. It probably was the seventies when Susan was recreating it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so every listen, we're all in the same boat. Everyone's going to be missing a whole lot of people and thinking about them on, on the, Christmas. Twenty twenty three was disastrous for me. I haven't been to a funeral for three hours. I, I know that's about <laughs> that's about the same way you I was. We got another months. celebration of life to go to. Uh, you almost went to your own funeral twice. Almost twice. Yeah, almost me twice. Not even to think about uh, my own funeral. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you, you know, with with runaway automobiles crashing into my office building, mm-hmm. happened twice in two hundred years, and I'm there twice. <laughs> and that's two days I go to work. Boy, if that doesn't tell me something tell about. You, Work is way overrated. Uh, don't stand next to Greg in a thunderstorm. Oh, I don't know. I could be safe. But I, I don't think I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting, like, impervious. Yeah. I, I think I'm just, like, blessed now. You're like Tony at the end of Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with all, yeah, exactly, with all with you little guys. Bullets hitting them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, folks, I hope that uh, you all uh, have, have a great uh, uh, Christmas uh uh, time, uh, uh, Jenny. Uh, are, are you, are you think there's going to be a lot of calls coming in in Christmas on nine eight eight for for those that want to talk to somebody that uh, um, you know nine eight eight is the number and right. for the vets press one at the prompt and uh, you can talk to somebody that's trained and that cares. So it's, it's not it's not the old uh, you know somebody like. Uh, you know, me and Wolfie. Uh, wait a minute, we'll put you on hold. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, Jenny. What do you? What, what I got? What am I going to talk to this guy about? Where can he? We, can we? Can we got any? Now nah, we got nothing. Oh, okay. You, you know. No. Now it's uh, uh, you. You know, Trained Jenny. Professionals. And and you them. had said that 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 ninety eight percent of them were 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 handled. Yeah. W- without any intervention by any 
the next without going to the next stop. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is good. And, I mean, I I hope the phone lines don't light up, but you know, the holidays do bring in some depression to people, and definitely call that number because someone will answer it. And you know, press the one for veterans, two for Spanish, the Spanish veterans out there. Um, you know, I, I just hope that everyone does take the time and be with family and enjoy the time. You know, my family alone has been through a lot this past couple of months and looking forward to 2024. Going to have some losses, some empty tables yeah. and empty chairs at the at the dinner table uh, yep. uh, for me also. And we really need to maybe next year, Jenny, if we can try extra hard. I mean, to get these veterans, you know, to get these suicide numbers down, yeah. it doesn't It doesn't need to be. No, and it, it, it doesn't. The sad part is, is we're, we're getting numbers in, and right now we are tracking high. Um, I think it's actually up almost 2% than when it was, and I, I could be wrong, it might be 20%. Um, the numbers are tracking higher this year than they were in years past, but a lot of it we're going to see the fallout of COVID, too. Well, and we still hear vets that are talking to us on a regular basis Mm -hmm. that have been deployed in war zones and coming back to the United States, they've lost more of their battle buddies to suicide than they did overseas. Overseas, you're right. Chuck talks about the numbers that since, I think, 9-11, there's been about 7,000 U.S. soldiers uh, that have been killed. Yep. 140,000 have died by suicide. 140,000. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's that. Boy, that's that's one and a half times the biggest football field in the yeah. country will only hold 100,000 people out in out in Michigan or Penn State. And even our first responders. I was speaking this morning at um, the Plymouth Rotary, and you know one of the things that we talk about is the numbers the number of people that we lose and last year we lost almost 46,000 people to suicide and when I say think about that I always tell people think of Fenway Park and the next time you're in Fenway Park and it's filled take a look around because more people than that die by suicide just in the United States the other fact I always say our first responders we know our first responders go through a lot and they suffer and they they battle we lose more officers to their own gun every year than we do in the line of duty. And you've been working with a lot of police officers we lately, have. haven't you? Yep, we have. Um, um, come January and February, we'll be at Middleborough Police Department doing a lot of trainings. Well, they go some, they, they're put in some disaster situations. Yep. And, I mean, just the folks that were there with Sergeant Chesna from Weymouth when, right. when, when he was brutally killed. I mean, his partners that him. were there... That saw it. Oh, they're all that uh, found them. That tried to. Wolfie, you know, yeah, you were on. We, yeah, we know. Sure, we were part of that whole thing. And and uh, some of the nurses, the ambulance people, they all quit. They're out of the business. I hope yeah. they're okay. They weren't okay at the time. It was a few years ago. And and you know, our family is in some special forces, law enforcement, and the suicide rate there is staggering. And none of that makes the paper. No one knows that those top right. units anything happens. You're right. Those, so those people aren't in the those numbers aren't counted. Nobody you don't knows. see those numbers, no, right? No. And I, our friend Anthony O'Brien, the Navy SEAL. Yeah. He doesn't talk about the numbers, but the SEAL numbers are off out of sight. And it's the and it's the officers. It's not just the poor enlisted guys that 
We're out in the field, and, and no, it's the offices that have been through it they for so many really, years. Jenny, you need to give some of your information again for so when somebody sees you, sees something, say something that, that the crew could, you start to sense something's not going so good that they really need to call you and get some training. That training is vital. Yes. And, and doing something when you see it and, and knowing that you can call Jen's number is, is a, a vital thing. So, I mean, my direct number is 508 254 9320 and um, come 2024 we actually are scheduling a lot of trainings coming up so I'll be talking to them talking about them in the next couple and of ma- weeks and Jen maybe you can announce those trainings and where they're going to mm-hmm. be so that we could alert others out there that 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 could use it right and let's face it we, we all could use it our first training actually is January 20th um, it's going to be held at the Hanover Council on Aging. It's a Saturday, and it's 9 to 4. Um, if anyone wants to register, that is for adult mental health first aid. It is a full-day course. Um, it is free, so you can reach out. Again, it's 508-254-9320. And, and um, who, who should attend that, that, uh, that seminar, Jen? I say anyone and everyone. If you want to help someone and learn how to help somebody and know how to look for those signs, then you should be there. So you don't have to have lost anybody or, you do not. or, or whatever, but, you know, as, as I've been talking to you more and, and out, in the, uh, out in the road more, so almost so many people are touched, so many families are touched by suicide. Yep. And, s- and it's tough on the survivors. I still have tough days. I had a memory came up today on my Facebook page. It was a poem that my daughter wrote in memory of her cousin, my niece, that we lost to suicide. And I'm going to start crying as I think about it. It was the most beautiful poem. She actually got published, and it is in a book in Washington, D.C. Um, but, yeah, you don't get over it. You don't, you don't. because that person is, is, is a hole in your family tree forever. Yeah. Yeah. An unnecessary hole. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're trying to get the people before, not after. Right, before. Exactly. This is a before. So the the programs that we offer are to recognize the signs and symptoms. Um, and if there's anyone out there, a licensed social worker, and they need continuing education units, we are certified to give those. There's a very small fee to attend for that. But, again, definitely reach out. I want to fill these classes. We'll, we'll talk about more ne- okay. about that next week. But right well, now, uh, on a good note. <laughs> the, the, the clock on the wall says uh, we're only a few days away from Santa Claus. And uh, our engineer, Larry Nelson, is already tracking, uh, checking the GPS in Santa's sleigh. So, uh, Larry will be here come rain or shine tracking Santa. So, uh, we hope uh, that Santa is good to everybody. And... Uh, uh, may we all have some peace and, and enjoyment and uh, a couple of leaders. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a couple of strong leaders come